everyone. This is Mayvu Coach back with my favorite guest, M. Dow. We are attempting uh, this beautiful work. Actually, I, I'm really enjoying what is unfolding between us. And this, this conversation, this continuing conversation, I am now calling it Finding the Middle Voice, Bridging the Divide between all the sides right now, the two sides of, uh, I don't even know what's the right word to, to, to name the difference because I feel like when I name the difference between the two of us, that creates a bigger divide and then it it, it, it hooks us into, it, not us, but it can hook people because these words are so charged now that it, it hooks us into arguing and and trying to be right instead of really connecting so what em and i have been doing for the last couple of recordings uh, is to find ways to talk to each other standing in our differences um i will speak from my my side <laughs> and then em you can describe your difference right so i i have surrendered to to vaccination to uh science wins to um uh i want to i want to say it in a, in a more empowering way i can i can tell i'm i'm already like like i have looked at all the facts and what's in front of me and all the choices and i study what's available to me in the united states and i i i learn from my friends around the world and what they're what they're dealing with around this vaccinations and COVID and, and it actually will keep going, but I'll just stop right there. So I decided to get back to get vaccinated, ease my mind and just go with, with what is um, the, the norm thinking. And M, you describe yourself. <laughs> um, I'm going against the grain. And really, that's been my pattern most of my life. And I never vaccinated my children when they were young. We homeschooled our kids before homeschooling was a thing. I've never had a flu shot, um, and I'm okay. And um, right, um, I'm also doing the research and looking to see what's going on in the world and talking to people here and there and everywhere and, and really taking in as much as I can without getting caught up in the crazy part of it. And um, I think the most difficult piece for me is around family. So I'll just say that. Yep. Yeah. And so I think we, I think the last one we did, we talked about the pain of what's it like on both sides, actually, and going through this COVID. Um, uh, and, and Today, I had it that we are going to look at this article that I found that that is quite intriguing. I actually had to read this article like four times to really understand it and tease it out. So that tells me that, you know, this is this is big stuff and and it's new and we really. And so the article is about this. The title for the article is conspirituality. <laughs> the overlapping between the spiritual thinking world which both em and i come from or live in and i've made money in this world and and i i love this world and this world has freed me up 
uh, a lot of the traditional way of thinking. So, uh, but then it somehow hooked in with the far right conspiracy theory, and then it just kind of, I don't know if that's what you mean when you say crazy, but that's what I'm seeing craziness out there. What is going on out there? So that's, that's our intention of like, was going to attack this. But before we came on, you said you had a rough week and that, and that you had something that really was uh, hurtful to you that you wanted to share. And you've been thinking about this conversation, like I have been thinking about it. So do you want to share that too, so that we honor each other as human being first before we dive into the the conceptual world thank you and it's directly tied so i'm happy okay to great give a, a a short overview it's really um it, it comes down to the fact that i have a daughter that's pregnant and she has fear around me being around her or new baby without a vaccine mm. and what i noticed finally this week like there's been this tumultuous thing going on between us and what i realized um this week was that i actually she said something that triggered me and then i went into offense mode and so she said to me at some point i'm not going to let you around me or the baby mm -hmm. And when she said that, I didn't realize that it triggered me, but it triggered me. It really triggered old programming of not feeling wanted by family and not feeling seen or accepted. And so all this, you know, lifetime of things is now in my face. Well, in my subconscious, in my face, blindly in yeah. my face. Right, right, right. And, um, so, so, um, the realization when I realized that um, I was in reaction, then I was actually able to take a step back and see which part of me was in reaction, or what and and what part took over when I went into reaction. And what I noticed was that the controller part of me took over and said, "Well, if you're threatening to kick me out of family, I'm going to just step out of family." Um, she comes with a, a wagging finger too, doesn't she? And a hand on her hip and's like, and a fuck you too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll own that. And, and so um, I just got to really notice that this thing is up. So I wrote her a response and luckily I didn't send it right away. I sat on it for a couple days. And then this morning I woke up I was ready to send it. I thought it was this beautiful response to what's been going yeah. on. And this morning I woke up and I completely rewrote it and it has a completely different tone where there's no like, like see me, see me, see me, accept me. Like that wasn't even there. Yeah. And it was just like, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. This is where you are. This is where you're at. And I'm hoping we can come together. That's it. Kind of like where we're standing. Well, we're practicing standing. We're practicing, yes. Because <laughs> yes. it's not so chargy between you and I, though I have to say after our last call, I felt um, I felt pretty triggered. Because the, oh. last, the last person that came on said, 
well, I'm really sensitive and now I've decided to do the vaccine and I didn't have any reactions. So in some ways I felt like I was being pushed to do the same. And that's coming from within me. I'm not going to blame anybody. And that's how I felt. And so it was interesting when we had all the difficulties of not getting on and getting together because I was like, well, I'm triggered. So it's probably not a great time. Anyway, <laughs> I was really feeling it inside myself and deep in the, the family piece. But also that felt like one more thing piled on. And so I think it was probably good that we didn't meet last time. Let's take a breath together and let's just breathe that through. It is such a hard place um, for both of us. I mean, we represent a piece of the world, right? So it's hard for people who resonate with either side to stand. And for me, in between the time that we last talked and this time, you know, um, there's a couple of things that stood out that I want to lay it in here so that it's part of the framework for our conversation. One is I went to a movie yesterday. I went to see Belfast. Oh, <laughs> that add another point to it. So I went to see the movie. And I don't know if you all know this, but I'm still shocked by this, that to go to the movie, you have to have your vaccination card and your ID in order for them to let you in now. You like that one. <laughs> yeah. And I have to tell you, I am vaccinated twice. I have my ID. But the first time I was asked that, I didn't have my vaccine vaccination card with me. Because I don't normally carry my purse with me. I don't need all that stuff. And so I, I had my phone. And, and luckily, luckily, Keith, my partner, reminded me that I can look at my health app and my vaccine should be in there. And it was, but I didn't know that. So I went through this moment that I think you can relate to, or I, I was relating to you guys or you on that side, is I'm like, what do you mean I need to give you this document? You know, I am vaccinated for heaven's sake. And I, that was what's raging inside me. And, and on the outside, I'm just like shocked and pissed that I didn't know. And I was ill-prepared and I felt like I wasn't going to get to see the movie and my friends were going to get to see the movie and how unfair it was. Like It was so quick that I went there that I could go into rage. And then I just thought, man, you know, like if I had chosen to take the stand against all this stuff, I would be enraged all the time because this is where society is going. And I saw that last year, way back when, when this whole thing, and I just thought to myself, you know what, this is where society is going, vaccination so that, you know, and in order to get in, do anything to fly, you have to have it. So that's why I just chose to like, really go this route given we already established last time that there is no 100 percent truth on either side both sides logic are just crazy making and there's holes in all the logic so what's to stand on right so i decided i'm just kind of like and so already even though i'm vaccinated i follow i even got the flu shot last year and i'm getting ready to get the flu shot this year i never does that be, do that because i am in 
that middle voice, that middle ground of like, I am healthy. I've taken the thing. Anyway, so so I got a taste of of how quickly we can go to rage when our rights seem to be taken away, all this stuff. And it's just an innate reaction that is sane or not sane. It's all generated inside. It's nothing. He's just doing his job. So that was one fun thing. But the movie, the movie is, is called Alfred, and it's the story of this little boy who, who, whose life changed when the Protestant and Catholic each other in Belfast Island. So so when um and there's a rip in in his world because now they decided and um you not able to signal is walking off. Uh I don't know I, well I'm gonna keep going. I'm having trouble hearing you. Anyway, can you know? It's kind of wonky. Uh, so it just flipped into the Wi-Fi system. So is it wonky now? Yeah. So let me talk to Let's turn this off again. And I'm going to... Okay, so can you hear me now? That's way better. Yeah. Thank you. So, long story short, from this movie Belfast, how this this little boy's world got ripped apart because now his community is not just his community, but it's Protestant versus Catholic, and it was brutal for them, and then they had to to leave. At the very end, when his family decided to leave to find a peaceful world to 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 live in, um, he was the little boy was in love with a little girl, and he asked his and the little girl was on the opposite side. So he asked his dad. He said, "You know, do you think there's a chance for me and her to get together when I get older? You know, given that she's Catholic and we're Protestant and." His dad got on his knees, looked at him and said, you know, as long she can be whatever, blue in the face, but as long as you respect each other, you can be with anyone. And that really made me cry because what I see is that in our world, let's just call it the United States right now, I think both sides, I, I I think we stop seeing each other. We stop loving each other. We see each other. We hear words that trigger us and then we start fighting. And we, you know, we're really mean to each other. I don't, both sides are really mean to each other. I, I'm in a Facebook group that, you know, believe what I believe. And the way they talk about people who don't believe the way we believe is so mean that I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to be in this group with you guys. And I definitely don't want to be on in the group that, you know, on your side either. But I just find that we're so mean that so it makes me 
it compels me even more to do these conversations with you to keep finding that peace that love that connection that middle ground between us so that um i don't know it's it we just can't go forward the way we're we're going the dividing way is just not gonna do it so anyway agreed i i actually came up with a story this week that's kind of along those lines and i said what if i told you the sky was purple you probably look at me like i'm crazy and say no the sky is blue really the sky's blue and how many people would be on your side saying you're right the sky is blue you must be a nut but what if i then told you that maybe i only come out a half an hour before sunrise every day and the sky is actually purple in my world and that's the only time of day i see the sky am i wrong of course i'm not wrong that's my perception so how do we learn to honor each other where we are? Because you don't necessarily know my perception and I don't necessarily know your perception. But the sky could really be purple in my world because I only come out a half an hour before sunrise or a half an hour before after sunset every day. I never right. see the sun. Well, I I get the beauty of what you just said there and I get how um you know for those the time that you come out and you see the purplish in the sky that's really beautiful and magical and i totally get the beauty of that that time that you come out right and it's true it's real in that moment it is true that the sky is purple and the rest of the day the sky is blue and both can exist true right so we get that and that i think what happens here that logic where it falls apart and people get upset at people insisting that the sky is purple is that you choose to only see that one hour of the day you choose not to see the other well, what if it's not a choice? What if there's some reason that's the only time of day I can go out? And and I realize this is different because they're choices. You know, I don't know the circumstances of this person who, who sees No, no stay with you. I really love this. And 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 really explore this with me because I don't want I don't want us to get on opposite side. I want us to explore this perspective, right? So what I'm saying is that I totally get, I see you seeing that the sky is purple because you come out around five o'clock in the evening or around six, no, six o'clock in the morning, there's a sky, no, the sky is kind of orange, that's different. So only in the evening when the sky is going down. So that's perfectly fine, that's when you come out. But if you say that the sky is purple and it's the only way that is it's not true it's well, both right, right at right, five right. o'clock in the evening it's purple but the rest of the day it's blue certainly yeah right. so so all i'm saying is we're both right yes that yeah. i'm not saying I never, I, never said, I never said the sky wasn't blue i just said all i know is the sky is 
purple. Right. So, so yes, there's more to explore always. And maybe by saying it's only blue or the insisting the sky is blue, we're forgetting about those other bits also. It's, I think your metaphor works up to this point, but then when it is applied to, when we talk about vaccination, that's where I think it falls apart. Because when you think the sky is blue, the sky is purple, it doesn't affect everyone else. It's fine. You can believe that sky is purple and that's all you want to come out at five o'clock in the evening. That's perfectly fine, right? It doesn't impact my life. It doesn't impact my safety. What's happening is when you don't get vaccinated, it affects, it continue, it allows for ground for this virus to continue to morph and keep keep growing. And it's killing your people, actually. Now that we're more vaccinated on this side, we don't get killed by it. So there are death that's, that's involved in this perspective. And I think that's where it gets kind of, it gets people upset. I, I understand that perspective. And while I don't necessarily agree or believe with it, I, I think I think where I, I come into friction with with that argument is yes, we're all part of one humanity and our actions do affect one another. I absolutely agree that with that. And the piece that I don't agree with is if you're vaccinated, then you're safe from what I'm doing. What's known for sure is that people who are vaccinated can carry and transmit the disease unknowingly. Somebody who is not vaccinated is much more likely to know that they're sick. So they're more likely to be aware of, oh, I'm not feeling well, I better steer clear and, and be a little bit more cautious in my opinion. I think what I'm hearing then is what you really don't believe is that you don't believe that by you, not, not just you, but by people deciding not to be vaccinated, they are helping the virus to morph. To become the next wave you don't believe that i don't i actually feel like having the vaccine is causing that more than not being vaccinated so we're on direct opposite we're directly up op in opposition on that one yes and now we're back to the sky is blue or the sky is purple because i could say to you that am come out with me at four o'clock so that you can see that the sky is blue. And you're like, no, thank you, May. I don't want to see the sky is blue. I just want to see that the sky is purple. Well, I don't feel like I don't want to see. I feel like I am doing the research. I am seeing, and I'm seeing something different. No, so, stick with oh, me on the sky is blue and the sky is purple for a second, and then we'll okay. go to the, the research okay. thing. Okay. So, you started the whole thing with the sky is blue, the sky is purple, and I'm like, yes, the sky is purple at around five o'clock in the evening, but the rest of the day, the sky is blue. And even after the sky is purple, the sky turned blue again, right? And you're like, I don't want to go out at that time. I just want to go out at this time, and I only see the sky is purple. Therefore, the sky is purple for me. And I'm saying, Ma'am, come out with me 
at any other time of the day and see that the sky is blue. You're like, no, I don't want to see the sky is blue. I want to see the sky is purple. I want to live in the purple sky. That's what you said, right? Okay, I'll play. I'll play with this. Is that true? I mean, like, have I captured that correctly? Like, no, May, I don't want to go out to see the blue. I just want to see the purple sky. I don't feel like that was the perspective where the metaphor was coming from. I felt like it was somebody who maybe they were in jail and could only go out one hour a day. And that's truly all they saw. And they were there. No, don't talk them. about them. There's no them in here. It's just you and me. You, this is your metaphor that describes your perspective. Let's just stay with that. So you think the sky is purple and you like it purple and you just want to see it purple right i mean that's all you want to see i don't i don't i, don't I think the differentiation is i don't feel like it's a want i feel like that's all i'm able to see for whatever reason i feel that i can't get past that yeah and, and so you don't see that that is a choice oh i see that that I mean, in, in the metaphor, no, I don't see that as a choice. In life, I absolutely see that as a choice. And I see a whole lot of other things. You know, that's where we bleed into the, into the, um, the research and some of those other things. So, Right, which turns us all the way to the topic of du jour, which is cons conspirituality. <laughs> did you get a chance to read it? I did. I did read it. Now it's been 10 days or something since I've read it. I didn't have an opportunity to revisit it. For those who are listening or just tuning in, this is the, an article that was written in The Guardian. And this woman really talked about this, this blending world that between spiritual thinking, people like us, I am a spiritual thinker. As am I. <laughs> and, and far right theory that's uh, that has been feeding us and and QAnon and all this stuff you know uh, there are robots or bots inside the vaccine that could kill us so on and so forth I, I don't know how far you go with this one but there's so much and and this is it's a, such a really an, an important conversation for us in the spiritual community to wrestle with, because I do see so many spiritual people believe in, in the conspiracy theories and it's so painful. And so, so um, how do we, how do we attack this? Um, one of the things I, I love the part, the first part that really stood out for me was when they she talked about this this woman this this influencer she saw an image of a polish jews being put on a train in 1939 and then it's edited and they put a mask on that jew and it said first they put the mask on you and then they put you in a box car and before you know it and i just thought of you and your share of your jewish your jewish descendant and your dad that's good and i i just like oh that that hits us right in the center right there for us. It does. Yeah. And so I think there's that that part of me that feels connected to my great grandfather who 
got out of Germany in 1937 and left everything behind and came here. And people, I'm sure, thought he was a nut. You're, what are you doing? You're leaving your big house. You're leaving your maids. You're leaving your business. You're leaving your car. You're leaving everything. And now you're coming to America and going to be a chicken farmer? Really? You got to chop heads off chickens going from life of luxury to this farm life? And so maybe, you know, like we don't really know what's right, what's wrong. We can choose to believe that the science is right. But then I read articles like the Pfizer vaccine, um, the test studies won't be released for 55 years. Why a secret? If, if there's nothing to hide, I mean, the government hides things for 50 and 55 years all the time when it's secret operations. That's normal practice in the government, but it's not normal practice in the pharmaceutical industry. And then I see, I see studies uh, or articles that cross my path. Japan has now banned the vaccine and they've now chosen ivermectin instead. And now the island's free and clear of COVID. Again, I don't know if it's true. I tried looking for proof of that and I couldn't find, I couldn't find anything. So what's true, I don't know. And I think the, the middle ground is where we come together and honor each other's belief. No matter what that belief is, I trust you to choose what's best for you. And I choose me to choose what's best for you. And in that, that's the place where we get to come together and honor one another. And if I, I hear the part about, well, if you're not getting vaccinated, this is this is the side from all the vaccinated people that I hear regularly, including my family. Um, I'm being told that I'm being selfish and all kinds of things because of the fact that I'm not getting the uh, vaccine, therefore I'm perpetuating the virus. Um, but why would they make people who have natural immunity get the vaccine. That doesn't even make sense. So there's things that are at cross purposes that I seriously am questioning, which put me in that I don't know place. So for me, beliefs, uh, my mom made a comment to me about religion. She said, well, those are just your beliefs. It's not like it's a religion. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who says what my religion is? You don't get to define my religion, even though it's not Judaism or Christianity or Buddhism or Taoism or Taoism or uh, is, um, what was the other one I was thinking? Anyway, any of the formal religions. Gandhi said many years ago, he said, there is many religions as there are people. And when he said that, I believe what he meant was we can all be in the same religion and have similar beliefs, yet the way we process information and our life experiences are all unique unto ourselves. So even though our basic beliefs are similar, they're unique to ourselves. So I think it comes back to simply honoring each of us as individuals to find the truth within us. And you and I come from um, a history of orgasmic meditation. And in that practice, the thing I learned 
was to listen to myself from the inside out and listen for that clean, clear yes. Learn how to find that clean yes. And for me, what that means is yes is clean and clear. There's no questions. There's no hesitation. And a no is either a clear no or it's any place where I have question or hesitation. So for me around the vaccine, I'm in hesitation. I don't have a clean, clear yes. And it's that simple. It's that binary yes or no. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with thinking. It has to do with listening to my body. And right now I don't have a clean, clear yes to do that. So we can talk about all the philosophies we want, all the science we want. And the truth is the only thing we really have is that internal voice. And that's the only place each of us truly connect with each other and ourselves. But don't you think the internal voice is dictated by the, what the brain has been thinking, has been studying? And if you only see, if you only come out at night at five o'clock to see the sky is purple, then what is true for you would be would be based on that what you've collected and what life is like for you at five o'clock in the evening when the sky is purple. I hear you. And isn't that true of all of our lives? There's so many people and so many experiences. All we have is our perspective. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's where the frustration is, is that, is that what it sounds like, I, I'm actually not frustrated by you, but I can understand why this thing escalated loudly, right? Because for, based on that, what you what you're sharing about your experience how you see life you know you just want to see that the sky is purple you like the sky is purple it's really beautiful that at that time and so then you don't want to come out with me at noon to see that the sky is actually really harsh and hot and you know or the sky is blue and other time of the day you just like the purple. And so that's going to impact what feels right to you. Well, I hear I hear that maybe it's a flawed analogy because that's not actually who I am. I love seeing that the sky is blue and the sky is orange and the sky is gray and all the variations in between. So for me personally, that's not really a fair analogy is what I can say. And it does represent that each one of us has a very unique perspective, whatever it may be. And it and is um, as extreme as that example is of being able to see only the purple sky. And, and is it choice? I think that probably represents all of us, where we choose to see what we want to see, every one yeah. of us. No different whether we're on this side or that side or this side or that side. I think we all see what we can see. And I think that I'm a really open-minded person and I explore all kinds of things that many people haven't explored. And there's a whole lot of things to explore that I haven't seen. So um, where, again, where, where do we find that middle ground? How do we honor each other in this place? Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think the middle ground is easier achieved when 
there isn't this fear that inject into it, which is the fear, the the fear and the belief. And I haven't studied the science. I don't know how this works. I'm just gonna say that. So all I hear is from the science world. I think both sides are using science to prove their fact, by the way. So it's kind of weird to even say that. But when I hear that, when we are not vaccinated, we continue, the virus continue to be able to morph on us as people get sick. And, and it, I don't even know how the virus morph, actually. Let's just put it that way. So here's a middle voice, right? I don't know how, how viruses work. And how come, I guess that's the question. How come yeah. when you're vaccinated, does that stop? That, that whole herd immunity when enough people are vaccinated and they and the virus can't morph so i think that's that's part of what we need to get straight on is does it the fact that you are you are vaccinated or not vaccinated does that pro continue to propel or propagate the viruses i I just want to say we don't actually know. I feel like that's a belief. I feel that the fear is built into the whole vaccination belief system. I feel like so, it's a belief because you're saying, I don't know what's true. I don't actually know how viruses work. No, I have, like, I'm, I'm not a scientist. so, right. so I, And I haven't been able to Maybe. really like sit down with a doctor so that they can show me the charts and going, this is what happened to viruses. I wonder if there's such thing and I'm not just getting my hands on it. I would really love to see that actually because my engineering mind wants to know, right? So I think that's, so part of the middle voice or middle ground is this unknown place of how viruses really work and how does it morph and become and how does the next wave of virus become that way. So once we are clear with that, then we can really decide for ourselves what is safe and what's not. And I've actually heard scientists and doctors talk about that, um, which is part of why I'm believing the way I do. Now, I don't have those. Um, I, I need to look for some of those documents to pass on to you. I had one come up yesterday that I will share with you um, maybe for next week. But the guy's talking about how um, what happens to the immune system when you get vaccinated. And he tested a patient and did blood work and, and showed the numbers before, uh, before his vaccination after the first one and after the second one. And so that's part of where I'm getting my um, my information from. I spoke with um, a good friend who's a biologist. Her training is as a biologist. And she's like, oh, hell no. Um, and she said, and she's living in a family that's saying, you're nuts. Do it, do it, do it. And, you know, they, they do what? get the shot get the vaccine. And she, they, they, you know, they pushed her for a while and then they got to a place where it's like, you get to do you and we're going to do us. But their, their beliefs are very, very different. And she said, Em, I can't even talk to anybody about this. So now she's silenced because she's living in a world surrounded by people who have differing beliefs. I'm, I'm a little confused on that story. So this biologist, she 
believe in vaccination or not? Okay, so not not, do not it. in this vaccine in particular. Okay, I don't know about all vaccines. I haven't asked her if she believes in any of the vaccines, but I know this one she's a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like we haven't really <laughs> dive in as usual. I feel like we haven't really dived into the conversation of conspirituality, where conspira conspiracy theory meets spiritual oriented people and how somehow that is a match and then it takes the spiritual oriented people down the conspiracy path. Well, I what I can say about that is I don't want to be caught in a conspiracy theory. And when the virus first came out, QAnon people started coming out of the woodwork at me sort of, or friends are thinking that I was in their camp because I didn't want to get vaccinated. And the truth is I'm not. I'm in my own camp where it just doesn't feel right for me. So that that's where I'd like to just end this little bit on the conspiracy theory. It's like, I don't want to get caught up in a conspiracy. And I think both sides are really caught in the conspiracy. I don't think there's a, I think both, both of the polar sides are there is and this middle ground that we keep talking about is the place that i feel like we both would like to be and would like to live in and how do we do that gracefully um how do we stay in this accepting loving place of i trust you to be the best you you can be and i hope that you trust me to be the best me i can be no matter what our beliefs are right I trust you and to be the best that you can be. <laughs> Thank you. And I, and I wish, I I do hope that you stay, continue to stay healthy, truly. It's not, um, uh, I, I really wish to know, I think from the middle ground, I really wish to know that how does the virus work when I don't know what the percentage is right now. It's 60, 40, maybe, or 50, 50. I don't know. But if 60% of the world are vaccinated and then 40% of the world choose not to vaccinate, how does that cause havoc in getting rid of the, the virus? How does that, does that, does that continue? The virus keeps happening or, um, or not. <laughs> so that's that's where it um, that's my 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 puzzle, my my question. So that's gonna be my quest this week to understand how does this virus thing really morph and see, you know, how does that affect because because to me it it doesn't hurt me whether you are vaccinated or not, unless that kills me. How do we get rid of the virus in 1918 with no vaccines? I don't know. I don't know anything about 1918 uh, virus. <laughs> so I can't even answer that question. And how many people had to die during that time and all that stuff. Oh, wow. So 
We know a lot of people died, and we also know that there have been many um, viruses that have come and gone, and some of them we've vaccinated for and predominantly eradicated it, such as polio, measles, and mumps, rubella, all of those. And what percentage of people got vaccinated to have that affected? That's a great question. Yeah, and from this question, you know, so are you guys trying to say that we shouldn't have the vaccine at all and just let it be like what we did last year when we didn't have the vaccine and people just die and don't wear a mask and don't isolate because you just you just get out there. Is that is that the logic? Some people some people I mean I know that there's some people on the no vax camp that actually feel that would be the best way. Yeah, right. And so I, then how many more people need to die before we can before before we're satisfied with this i mean we could go that way as a as a whole world that's kind of insane yeah so penny is saying that more people died this year after the vaccine that is not true <laughs> i'm just not gonna like that's not true no that's not true what number are you looking at anyway we can go on you have to go to the next call so i'm gonna say enough for today finding a middle ground is not an easy place learning to have these conversation and staying in conversation with each other is the goal it's not the goal is not to explain all these things the goal is to try to keep finding this this middle ground bridging the difference so that we can still love each other and respect each other rather than hate each other and crucify each other on both sides. It's just not going to work for us I, as a humanity. I agree. Yeah. It's not going to work if we keep knocking each other down, judging and blaming. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why I came back to that simplicity of my beliefs are mine and yours are yours. And I honor you and trust you to make your choices. And I'm thankful you do the same with me. Namaste. Stay. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you for listening, for watching, for being part of, for your comments, whether you agree or not agree with us. We don't care. What we're trying to find is we're trying to find the middle ground so that we can still be in relationship with each other, still love each other, and think of each other fondly. So I totally appreciate our effort in having these conversations and can't wait to see what you think about. And then when we come back next week, we won't come back next week because next week is Thanksgiving, but we'll come back in two weeks. Okay, All good. Right. Good. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> let's uh, let's shoot each other a message on the topic so that I can. I'd like to do homework, and I need to be reminded. So I'm here. Okay. All right. And if you if you love what we do, what I do, and you would like to support me, you can buy me a cup of coffee at buy me a coffee at Mayvu Coach. Mayvu Coach. That's my name right there. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Em. I love you. you. I'll talk to you soon. I love you. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. Bye. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. Bye, everyone.